It's a new season of Locked on Ducks, and I've got a special guest here just for the intro. Season four of Locked on Ducks starts now, and preseason play has already begun. We'll talk about that on today's Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Hey, pups, let's hit it. You're Locked on Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? Well, here we are. Welcome to Season 4. Can you believe it? Season 4 of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. A little bit about me. I've been covering hockey for over a decade, entering, God, a dozen seasons is a long time to be covering hockey, but... You know, here I am, fourth season on this particular show and fourth season covering this team. And I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart for your support over the last week. I'll talk a little bit more about just personal stuff towards the end of the podcast. But as always, thank you for your continued support. I I really appreciate it. Uh, Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms. And hey, you know what? Thanks for making this your first listen. And you know what? Ducks hockey is already here. I know last last week I did have some pretty big plans. Obviously, those plans were entirely scrapped just because of stuff going on. But, you know, life happens. Life happens. Again, I'll talk more about that a little bit later. So if you want to stick around for that, you know, feel free. All right. So Ducks already played a preseason game. And by the way, before I start, you might notice it looks a little different. Looks a little different around here. This is just for a couple of days. And you might notice it'll look different throughout the entirety of the rest of this podcast. You know, what a difference a new camera makes, right? (laughs) Okay, enough of the chit-chat. Let's talk about the Ducks preseason game first. And the reason I want to go over that first is because it just happened Sunday. And honestly, it went about as well as expected and by that, I mean the Ducks didn't play all their big guns. They essentially played a bunch of guys that are probably going to end up on the San Diego goals this season. Let's just be honest here. You're not going to see Lukas Dostal and Ole Eriksson Ek on the Anaheim Ducks this season. Well, maybe Dostal if Gibby or Stoli gets hurt. We might see Lukas Dostal up with the Ducks like last season. Ole Eriksson Ek, I still think he has some time. But... I'm not going to expect Noel Warren to be on the Anaheim Ducks anytime soon. I'm not expecting Tristan Luno to be on there anytime soon. Just keeping it real. I'm not expecting Daniel Regan to make the Ducks. Point being, about most of the guys, I'd say about 12 or 13 of the guys at least that played last night are going to wind up in San Diego this coming season. And on the other side... Most of the guys on the other side, they're likely going to play with the Roadrunners. And it's kind of ironic, or maybe fitting, that this first exhibition game was played at an arena that I've been to a couple times. Tucson Convention Center out in Tucson, Arizona. Not a bad facility, just kind of one of those things, you know. It it is what it is. So, first line, you had Nathan Gauthier, you had Glenn Gaudin, and you had Max Jones. Only one of those guys I would expect to make the Ducks, and you know it's Max Jones. Now, just to say this right now, Max Jones had been battling injury. He's been battling 
injury pretty much all season. So just to see him back on the ice, that's a big deal. The Ducks missed Max Jones for a lot of last season. And by the way, he was very active on Twitter. And gosh, all the fans, they just love, love Max Jones. So for him to only get two games last season, that sucked. And you could tell just based on his sort of like, you know, he was hurting. He was itching to get out there. He was possibly wanting to come back last season. It did not happen. And apparently he's back and he's pretty much 100% full strength. So you know what? Get out there, get on that first line and see what you've got. And just from like the little bits and pieces of video that I saw, he looked good out there. He looked like a guy that has done the work. He's done the rehab and he he looked fine. He looked fine skating. You know, I, I expect him to make the ducks. I expect it. Someone else that I liked seeing out there. Um, I liked seeing Isaac Lundestrom, but maybe not on, on that third line. The line I did not expect to see in the second line was Bo Grew, Jacob Perot, and Braden Tracy. Now, Perot and Tracy, they are both first-round picks. And one of those guys, as I've mentioned, has pulled off a Michigan goal out in Bakersfield. Yeah, I'm talking about Jacob Perot. We know how good he is. We know how good Braden Tracy is. Tracy has looked good throughout training camp. And I've only recently caught up on training camp when I got back. I had no internet service for a few days there. But just to see Tracy and Perot out there on the same line again, that was really cool. But someone that I love seeing out there, and I'm going to love seeing him when he plays in Anaheim, is the one and only Chase DeLeo. Yes, the La Mirada native. So I'm going to, from now on, call him La Mirada native Chase DeLeo, just like Kings fans call Trevor Moore Thousand Oaks native Trevor Moore. Can we possibly make La Mirada native Chase DeLeo be a thing? Hey, if he makes the Ducks, why not? Why not, right? I mean, I'm saying it. Maybe at least one or two fans will say it. So Chase getting out there. But Isaac Lundestrom on that third line kind of surprised me because I thought he would be second line on this particular game. But Lundestrom looked good in center. He looked good down the middle. I know they weren't exactly tracking faceoffs, and honestly, faceoffs are not that hard to track. They're they're not. I'm surprised that there was not as many stats for this particular game when there's going to be other NHL exhibition games that are going to have those stats. They are. And it, it kind of sucks that Tucson decided... Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything bad about Tucson, but there was some kind of insider information that I found out. And I'm like, oh, Tucson, you, you guys could do better. Arizona, you guys could do better. Yeah, there's, there's a plethora of reasons why the Phoenix Coyotes are a poverty franchise. Yep, already off the bat. Already got my one jab for the month. But the Phoenix Coyotes are a poverty franchise, and it showed during this game as well. Who do they have on that team? They have public enemy number one Christian Fisher on that team. Ugh, hate that guy. They have a bunch of guys that I honestly do not like on that team. Yes, they have a Dylan Genther. 
Yes, he scored an assist. Yes, he looks good. But you know who else looks good? Tristan Luno. He looks really good. I expect him to make the Ducks sooner rather than later. Pavel Regenda. He looks fine. I expect him to be on the team maybe for like a few games. Isaac Lundestrom, I thought was one of the best players out on the ice and kind of shown what he's got. He was not afraid to kind of make himself known. He wasn't afraid to take those shots and certainly wasn't afraid to get that nice one-timer for a power play goal on an assist from... Remember remember, remember Rocco Grimaldi? Yes, that Rocco Grimaldi. Got the helper on that one. Yes, that Grimaldi who was on the same line as the Leo and Lindy. Hey, you know what? It worked out. Ducks won their preseason opener out in Tucson, 3-2. to two. So a fun time was had by all, and can't wait to see what the Ducks do the rest of this preseason, which I will talk about a little bit more after this first intermission. But first, I want to talk about a product that I use pretty much every day, and that is Athletic Greens or AG1. I've been using it pretty much every day because I wanted a supplement that tastes good, and I wanted to see what the hype was all about with better gut health, more energy. And frankly, I'm running a marathon in six weeks. So I need something to get me going every morning. And what better than Athletic Greens or AG1? It's gotten over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes. And you know what? If you want to try it for yourself, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a one-year supply for free of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So visit athleticgreens.com forward slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to the season four, season four premiere of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez as, hey, you know what? We're starting a new season of Ducks hockey, and I got to tell you, I'm pretty excited about this. I mean, look, this Ducks team is going to be fun. They're just going to be a blast to watch, and part of the reason for that, obviously, is Trevor Zegras and Jamie Drysdale, who, by the way, have both bulked up. And this is from a lot of reports and a lot of friends that did go to the Ducks practice. And, okay, I I got sad that I had to miss that for reasons which I'll talk about in a few minutes. But, you know, getting to see a lot of friends out there and seeing all the pictures, yeah, I, I did have that FOMO. And I did have that little bit of like, oh man, like, you know, that that sucks. I can't be there. It, it sucks. But seeing Trevor Zegras, he looks like he put on about five to 10 pounds of muscle. Jamie Drysdale, he looks like he bulked up and he really worked out over the summer. And I knew that would happen too. Look, he's not even 21 yet. We knew that Jamie Drysdale was going to bulk up at some point. And he's getting there. Trevor Zegras needed to bulk up to stand up to some of those jerks from the Coyotes again. Look, we remember what happened last season. Zegras remembers what happened last season. Terry also... Oh, by the way, 
Terry's also put on a little bit of muscle over the offseason. So you've got already some of these top scorers putting on some muscle because they remember what happened last season. They remember how Troy Terry was viciously beaten by Jay Beagle and the Arizona Coyotes. He remembers how crappy Phoenix was with that whole melee, that whole brawl. And apparently the goalie getting pissed off that Zegris was just doing one little job. Look, players do that all the time. And you're going to get pissed off about that? Really? Really? So, yeah. Some of these young guys, they they needed to bulk up. And they did that. And they're not going to take so much crap like they used to. At least that is the hope. That they will not be pushed around like they were last season. Now I'm going to stop myself really quick. There are at least a couple fans that really loved having Nick DeLore on the team. And I've seen a couple fans say, "Oh, the Ducks could have used a Nick DeLore on the team. If if they had had Nick if they hadn't traded him, then none of that would have happened. If they hadn't traded Nick DeLore, then maybe Terry doesn't get hurt, maybe he doesn't have that gruesome picture. Maybe Zegras doesn't get pushed around. Maybe JD. Okay, you know what? I'm going to stop all of that right now. That was going to happen regardless. Nick Delorier wasn't going to solve that problem. Not to say that he's a bad player. We know that Nick Delorier is capable of scoring goals, but that's once every 50 games. The Ducks are rebuilding. They are still in the middle of their rebuild. They're not at the beginning anymore like they were two seasons ago. No, now with Pat Verbeek at the helm, we know the direction the Ducks are going. And we know the kind of players that he likes. And we definitely know that Pat Verbeek has a plan. And Nick Delorier was not part of that plan. Josh Manson... Not a part of that plan. Hampus Lindholm, also not a part of that plan. Those guys are gone. They're they're gone now. They're not coming back. But look at some of the guys that the Ducks got in return. And look at the picks that the Ducks have. The Ducks still have multiple picks in this coming draft. And who knows how many more picks they can procure for this season's draft. So there's a lot of hope coming out of training camp. And... There probably hasn't been this much buzz out of a training camp in years. It's been a long time since there was any kind of buzz around Ducks training camp. And it was awesome seeing all those fans come out for the regular training camp. I was kind of hoping there would be some more fans for the rookie camp because Mason McTavish looked freaking awesome on that rookie camp that Thursday before they left for San Jose. He looked great out there. And so did Sasha Pasujov and Olin Zilberg. They looked fantastic on that rookie skates. So at least the fans did show up to that one. And at least now they're going to come out in full force. I hope. I hope they come out in full force from now on. Maybe the Ducks will have more open practices. Who knows? But we'll see. Uh, one more thing that I want to just kind of bring up. And... This is a lot of the the buzz around just how open it is. Pat Verbeek makes a big difference 
for the atmosphere around Great Park Ice. Now, I was there last season, and I kind of remember how the atmosphere was with GM Bob Murray around. It was it was kind of murky. It was even kind of murky when GM Bob Murray would come around for preseason games. And yeah, it felt a little bit weird when he came around for that preseason game at the pond. Yeah, it was weird. It was also kind of <laughs> different seeing him around for the goals versus rain game, which by the way, I'm sad that they're not doing that this season because that was a game that was goodwill and that brought in a lot of fans. I mean, I'll talk about that more maybe during goals Thursday, but I'm sad that they're not having their preseason game at the pond. It kind of sucks. But with Verbeek around, I could tell that he's a guy that is much more approachable. He's a guy that you you can talk to him. You can talk to him about hockey at any time. And he's a pretty straight shooter. It's refreshing. So I'm going to say this right now. He has a plan. And this is the first time I'm going to say this for this season. Have patience. It's not going to turn around overnight. The Ducks are not all of a sudden going to be first place in the Pacific Division this year. It's not going to happen. But there is hope. There is hope that the Ducks can somehow get themselves into a playoff spot this season. Could they sneak into a spot? It's possible. Can they possibly get that second wild card spot? It could happen. I mean, look, I I have the Ducks fourth in the division. And I'll talk more about that as I go over official predictions. I think I'll do that tomorrow. But, you know, have faith and have patience. That's all I'm saying. All right, we're going to head into the second admission, and I'm going to just talk about some personal stuff on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And once again, this is the season four premieres. Four years. Wow. I can't believe that I started here over three years ago. In fact, my three-year anniversary was pretty recent. I don't remember exactly what the date was, but I never heard a peep about it. So, you know, it is what it is. But I'm not going to talk about just like locked on stuff or like that kind of stuff. I I have this podcast. I've had this for over three years. And I feel like I kind of have the platform where Locked On allows me to get a little bit personal at times. And you know what? I'm going to get a little bit personal right now just because I feel like I need to get it off my chest. And I know, I, I know it's the premiere and it should be like all happy and all that, but I just kind of want to just get it out there. So last Monday, I did want that to be like the big, the big premiere, but there was some news Monday morning that kind of rocked me and rocked everybody in Mexico. And this, this took place at a time that was just kind of weird. That was a big earthquake that happened in Michoacan, a 7.6 earthquake that struck South Mexico. My family's all down there in Michoacan. All of them. And I have some family that is a little bit close to that area. 
So, of, of course I freaked out. Of course I did. Why? I mean, how could I not? It's a 7.6 earthquake. And, you know, I had a hard time even trying to, like, connect with family. I mean, we all did. Like, we tried calling my, gra my grandma, who was living out in a ranch, out in, like, a little town called Hidatsio. And they felt it pretty good over there. And unfortunately, what happened was, you know, she felt the earthquake. Everybody down there did. And, you know, she just kind of slipped and fell. And that's what led to what happened. And I get a call really early in the morning. So like 4.30 in the morning. Well, 4.30 a.m. our time. 6.30 a.m. Iratio time. And that's when that's when I got the news. Like I did not expect it. Like as soon as I saw my phone ring, I'm like, and I saw who it was from. I'm like, this can't be good. And that's when I found out that my grandmother passed away. So my mind immediately went away from the show. Like my mind was not it. It, it, it wasn't in the right place. It really wasn't. And I wasn't in the right mindset. My first thought was, oh my god. My second thought was there's another aftershock. Like there was like aftershocks that were like five, six, five, eight. Like it wasn't good. So then my second thought was, okay, start looking at flights for like our whole family. So I did that. So that's pretty much all of what I did Tuesday morning. And by the way, I got to give a shout out to all the colleagues that I have at Locked On. Like pretty much Every single, like almost every single one of the hosts reached out at some point or replied or responded. Like they, they came out, they came out in support and I'm very appreciative of that. You know, my colleagues had my back on that. And even, even when I put up that, like there was not going to be a show, like when I initially put that out there, I think it was a Tuesday you know, I was I was still in shock. Like I wasn't like sad. I I think I was just still in shock. Like I I didn't expect it. Like I was thinking about visiting her next month even because you know I hadn't been out there in a while. I hadn't been out there post pandemic. So the plan was to go out there at some point next month to see my grandmother, who I hadn't seen in years, and. You know, it was just too late. You know, I like I missed my chance and, and it sucks. It, it really, truly does suck. I do still want to get out there at some point before the year ends. I would like to. And I hope I can. And I and it, it's tough down there. It really is. And by the way, that Wednesday, there was another major earthquake. I think that one was a 6.8 or something like that. But it was it was strong really strong and that that one was felt everywhere too and they're still getting aftershocks now at least where my family like most of my family's at there wasn't any major major damage let me repeat that there wasn't any major damage doesn't mean there wasn't but nothing that's going to you know displace anybody and you know as you can tell this is hard for me to talk about but like, it, it hurts hearing that. And, you know, I mean, 
I, I still have family that are out there right now. They're not coming back for a couple of days. So I still have family that are sticking out there for the time being. And gosh, they've they're they're really feeling it right now too. Like we we all are. We're all just sad about this because we we were all hoping to see her next month. But you know, these these things happen. I mean, who who could have seen all this happening? Who could have seen an earthquake coming that rocked a region? Who could have seen that coming? And I think based on the little tidbits that I told you, I think you could gather what exactly happened with my grandmother. You know, earthquake happened. You know, she was disoriented. She fainted. Um, yeah, I, I won't go into too much more detail, but I think if you can put two and two together with that one, you could probably tell what happened. And, you know, I, I have no more living grandparents. I don't. It, it it does. It does bring back some sad memories, like some like there's good memories, but it also brings back some sad memories too. So this past week has been challenging. It it really has. But I'm so thankful for all the support, and I I honestly did not see all the messages until maybe a couple days later. Um, when I finally came came back and I put out that tweet that like, look, it's been a difficult week. I was surprised to see support from not just locked on colleagues. What I was kind of surprised actually was seeing support from fellow Ducks bloggers and podcasters. Like they they were supportive too. So, you know, got to give a shout out to those guys too. And I've talked about like, some of some of the other podcasts on here at times and honestly I'm, I'm a fan like i listen once in a while like ducks ducks and pucks they were great in their support uh felix felix does re- like he replies and he's just really awesome does crash the pond felix is awesome and <laughs> crash the pond is awesome and also a couple folks from the newest podcast which i've honestly enjoyed listening to and that is well any any od does just a terrific 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 job and later rivals you know they do a great job there you know just to get the support from like those other podcasts like look like we're we're not competing we're we're not but i am always going to be supportive of all the other podcasts because, you know, there's just, there hasn't been that much coverage for the Ducks over the last few seasons. And now we're finally starting to get more. And that is nothing but a good thing. So to see that support from from other folks, from different podcasts, from different Ducks podcasts, that means a lot. That means a lot. So if, if any of you guys are watching that, I just want to say... Thank you guys so much. And now that I kind of opened up and said what's going on, you know, it, it's kind of hard to get back on the saddle and try to like get my mind like ready for the season. And having that happen came at a really difficult time and a weird time. But real life happens and you can't control when these things happen. You really can't. 
All right. Now that I got that off my chest, I, I think I'm ready for just going full force for this season and try to give the best possible coverage as possible for this podcast for Locked on Anaheim Ducks. And I'm very excited about it. And I can't wait to share this season and to share in the hopeful joys of this season. And hey, who knows? Maybe we could see the Ducks in a deep playoff run this season. You never know. You absolutely never know. So yeah, so I'll save my predictions for tomorrow. And these will be my own predictions. I'm saying this on behalf of myself. So I do have, like, I have them ready. Like, I have some, like, right here in this little post-it note. But I'll do all of that on tomorrow's podcast. All right. Yeah, it's a good it's a good way to end it. All right. Once again, thank you guys all so much for your continued support. And don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, etc., etc. You could follow me on Twitter. There it is. The Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. If you want to reach out to me, and some of you have, you can do so at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. And once again, for those of you that sent well wishes, thank you guys so, so much. And thank you for your continued support. It is so appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there. Please be kind to one another. Hug your loved ones. And hey, ducks fly together. <laughs>